0: I built my own studio at 14 years old where I went I saved my money. Um, I borrowed money from family members. I didn't have did, pawn stuff, trading stuff, and I built this studio that I could record in in my bedroom. Technology piece was a hobby. And then they kind of traded places because technology piece made it made money right away.
1: You are listening to Testimony, a musician story. Featuring Victory.
2: We spin... That's my advice, yeah. true. True, true, true. there is only one, I got the proof, uh, mobbing true. through your hood, I got the juice, uh, you can't true. run your mouth, I run the booth, uh, I run the booth, and I'm in the hood trying to make peace, whole team mob through the streets, coming forward all like a thief, call the police, moving with the heart of a beast, no team, fill would go Goldie, UNB, blue like you and C and movin through the lane like a blue in 3 The whole world call it hustle, call it hustle. When it comes to me, spin
1: it. Victory was born Sherrod Shacoford on November 18, 1981, to a sixteen-year-old girl and raised in Chicago. His mother raised him and they believed in God and went to church, but the Bible wasn't heavily promoted in the household. As a teenager, Sherrod felt some confusion living a double life. There was Sherrod, the typical inner-city kid who was mischievous, loved girls, sports, and shoveling snow and cutting grass for cash. Then there was the nerdy Sherrod who loved technology. Little did he know that his true identity would be revealed when he and his friends went off to Alabama A&M in Huntsville.
0: We just came and we did the same thing. We just started partying. Like, as soon as I came, started partying. And um, ironically, the way I ended up being introduced to Christ was I was out one night with these guys. Everybody was drunk. And uh, we were having this conversation about um, wisdom, who's the smartest. One guy was like, man, I'm going to tell you, if you 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 really want to get put up on some game, man, you should read this book. Proverbs is in the Bible. And this dude, he was drunk. Like, he was, like, not trying to get me saved. He was just telling me, like, I've oh, been the book of Proverbs, man, it talks about it. And I remember looking at him like, what? But it stuck with me. So a few weeks later, I didn't have a Bible. I had never owned a Bible in my life at that point. But my roommate had a Bible. And um, I, he was not in the room at the time. I just grabbed his Bible. I actually had just... I was I was throwing up because I went out the light before, drank too much. I was throwing up. And then... I just, for some reason, <laughs> had a strike of spirituality and wanted to read the Bible. So I got the Bible, I went to the book of Proverbs, and uh, the Bible has references, in the, um this particular Bible had references to other scriptures, and one thing led to another, and I had an encounter right there. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole pumps, crying, the whole night. And um, I knew at that point that there was something else, and that a curiosity was born. And it was so otherworldly that I just shut out everything else. I just wanted to know more about this. It wasn't even really like Jesus. You know, it was like, I just had an encounter with something that I think I've never known before. And I just went on that. And, you know, and it led me to Christianity. I tried to pursue Christianity and learn more about it and then stay with the same group of people. And that just doesn't work. Because my friends were smoking, weed, drinking, having sex, fighting, beef and like whatever and um i would be around them like i would you know get out of class and go be around my guys i mean we we came to college together you know and then our whole crew was from chicago we were in alabama but our whole crew was from chicago and we all hung out together so it was difficult because i didn't know anybody there i didn't know anybody in alabama and i frankly i didn't really like the difference between up north city people and down south Southern people at that time, in, at that time in my life, they came to a head because I am a extremist, <laughs> if you will. That's why my banner, on my music is relentless forever because that's truly what I am. Like I'm the kind of individual that I put my if I do something, I put hundred percent in it. or I don't do it, so I was like preaching. Like I was as I was growing and learning at this point on my own. I didn't have any friends around me that were Christian. I didn't have any church. I didn't have a pastor. I was literally just reading the Bible. And God was revealing himself through things prophetically. And uh, it was, I was—I knew it was real. Like, I had come to a point where I knew it was real. So I wanted the people that I was around and loved to feel that way. So but I became really unintentionally, inadvertently judgmental, where I would be like, man, y'all got to stop drinking, or y'all got to stop doing this out of a love for them, because I felt like I had found this truth. But simultaneously, I was being extra critical. So it, made our, it put a strain on our relationship. So I prayed one day, and I said, look, Lord, you know, send me friends. And I felt something move on me to say, stay away for three days. So I did. it. On the third day, I was coming back from class, and I was walking in my room, and I put my key in the door, and I heard this guy say, yeah, pastor was preaching on the book of Revelation. And at that point, the book of Revelation was, like, the most amazing thing in the world to me. I'm like, this is really going to happen, and I was, like, really into it. And so I just left my key in the door literally and ran down the hall and was like, what did he say? Like, tell me, you know? And then before you know it, it was like six dudes in the hallway and they were all like coming out of different parts of the world. And I'm like, y'all, yeah, we live. These, these dudes live on my hall. I, at this point, I had been in school for like five or six months. They lived on my hall the entire time I was there and I had never seen any of these cats ever. So it came out to be that I looked up and it was like, they were, it was a whole crew of things up and I started hanging with them, and they were just like me, you know, they were, most of them in the city, but they were saved already, and already like growing, they had a church, they took me to that church, I got planted at their church, it was like perfect, and then I started to explode and start to grow. I am at odds, with myself, who I was
2: once before, now I is no longer in charge. in charge, my vision is blurry, my motive is dirty, I'm praying to God, my hand, keep me up, don't let them feed me The life that'll keep me from you Cause I'm deep in the muck and they beat us up still And I've seen enough pain in this hard. I can't control it I'm hoping you notice I'm wounded and scarred People around me, they pick up and pound me But I am so far From what I'm supposed to be Hope that you hopefully go cast the rope for me Show that you're close to me, rebuke me openly Something to show you see that I'm so broken, weak This ain't what I'm supposed To go with me Got this glass I'm not supposed to drink I'm like what am I supposed to think It's two apples on every tree Did you say I'm not supposed to eat It's my letter to God I wanna know you
0: I just have so
2: much to learn Life is a journey It just has so many turns I wrote a letter I know you hear every word I know you hear every word Word. I know you hear every word. I know you hear every word.
1: victory graduated and stayed in Huntsville he runs a very successful branding firm while receiving stellar award nominations and making appearances on Billboard and iTunes charts as a rapper
2: zero some total face so big that it gotta be global don't trust him and it will be local sin to your soul and it will dethrone you stay in the trap is the thing we don't do truth don't crack lean back be hopeful god stay true everything we go through speak the truth they wanna kill me i've been touched but they say they never feel me don't wanna play the fool don't wanna waste my youth on a life that will never fulfill me over oh, digital tracks, you get the real me i got scars and wounds that got still tricks The so rock can the water i still sink so i just hold his hand so i can feel me let go let go you hold that we drop that you hold that we drop that you hold that we drop that. Way out, it's not that they answer, it's not that they choose self. It's not that they do go because it's all smoke, they sell a false hope to every dark soul and every heart's prone. They get the arc run, the false hope of the king is a far goal. Outcome, we came out, we couldn't find him till he found us. We signed in and he drowned us in his place.
0: My first love was always the music, like before everything, you know, it's music. My father was a rapper, he wrote me my first rap, and that. You know, kind of solidified like I'm an MC. So I've been rhyming and, and into music and production and studio rap. Like I built, I built my own studio at 14 years old, where I went to save my money, um, I borrow money from family members, I didn't have to pawn stuff, trading stuff, and I built this studio that I could record in in my bedroom. Technology piece was a hobby, and then they kind of traded places because technology piece. Make it made money right away. I made five thousand dollars a fifteen year old doing websites for companies in my bedroom. And I remember my, the check came in the mail, and I didn't tell my mother what I was doing. I was just being in my room doing stuff. She didn't know like I was interacting with businesses and you know doing that kind of stuff. And I just tried it and it worked. And the check came in the mail, and she opened my mail. I was some a fifteen year old with who's the mail stuff. So she opened it and the three thousand five hundred dollars check, and she's like it blew her mind. Like, it blew her mind it's to the point where she went into IT from that point. So she Now she's in IT. That taught me that I could to be an entrepreneur. So from that point to this one, I've always been in business for myself. The business part took off first and then the music started to take off. After. It was really just a um, long-term grind that eventually I looked up one day and it was making money. I started off real small and, and doing putting out records and that kind of thing and, and doing shows and then you know, as technology changed and things like digital music came about, it was, it became really, really helpful because it used to be if people couldn't buy your CD, they couldn't get your song. Now, you can put your song online. And and, and let's say, let's look, right now, let's think as if I'm talking in the context of we're in like 2004, 2003. It's just coming about that you can put your song online. So I put my songs online and people could buy them and stream them and, and listen to them online. And so it allowed for when the word spread, people didn't have to come directly to me. Because I didn't have store distribution early on. So if they got my CD, they literally had to go to my website. The digital distribution, if you like my music, you tell your friend, they can just go get it. Having so much time of building this following of people from years back that um, listen and support the music, you look up one day and, you know, you got thousands of people that rock with you. And then you know you start getting these checks that are five, ten thousand dollars for various things. It started to happen really in like two th- between 2011 and 12 is when it kind of pe- the, when the people started to look at me different. That's when Stellars came around, and you know. But you know, I've always had opportunities. When I first came in in 2003, and I put out my first little you know independent little thing that, that labor of love. EMI, which was the label that KJ52 at that time was signed to, offered me a record deal. They flew me to Florida, put me in front of the stage, offered me thousands of dollars to sign with them, and I said no. Because I felt like um I would be able to do it on my own. I didn't think that Christian music had developed to a place where I needed somebody to do it for me because frankly I didn't think they knew what to do. You know, um, so I just thought, even if I sign, they spend more money on, them, on me, they're not gonna spend it in the places that I think it you know i just felt like i could do better and i actually to this day feel like i you know where i am now i just don't think i think a record label can do it now because they've seen the do it and they've seen reach record and they've seen andy minio do it and they so there's a blueprint out there it's fizzle and it's just people fizzle and whoever else and there's a blueprint out there so they can follow that blueprint but back in 2004 there was no blueprint
1: Victory just dropped an album entitled Tomorrow Came and features gospel legend Erica Campbell of Mary Mary.
2: We finna have a little fun with it, throwing them up. It's the joint for your whip, and you know where to bump. You've been praying for your day cause you know where to come. They waiting on your demise, but we showing them up. Uh, time soon never mind you. I cannot be worried if I blind you. Got to shine through. Got the sun saying that is the way I designed you. With your lights out, I would not expect to find you. So get free. I'm the real summer '16. Gucci on the button up, J's and some ripped jeans fresh suit tailor-made or a crispy None of that is really what you need, trying to get clean Sitting at his feet taught me how to stand up Voicemail full, I don't have the answers Know where the city at I never thought that if I ever really tried to call God He would hit me back We would never fold back, you could have a show We'd be headed where the host at Climb up the mountain, show my people where the ropes at God been amazing, it's enough for me to toast that. I'm about to toast that! If I made it, then I'm guaranteeing you can go. This is Shy City, the flow, you know where that's too below. Reppin' for my people like I'm bae at the Super Bowl. This is from the future, what you be doing? is usual. This is R4, we don't stop until it's over. Taking it where we never been, like the and if you win it you can ride i am energized haters with a nickel plate and nine couldn't kill the vibe he the lion and the king can you feel the pride and if you slow down to watch you can feel the time you stuck in the matrix i'ma keep it flagrant you done heard a lot but shorty this one is your favorite guarantee winners we ignore the dream killers when we show up on the scene though we brought the team with us uh, and it don't take a lot just a couple souls with they mind right focused on their goals and they hate to stop
0: like four different concepts in that title um the first is i believe that the body of christ america god has already answered the prayers that most of us send up collectively you know where you know you have a country in turmoil you have a church in turmoil and we want god to move and i believe that god in many times gives us the tools to move what we look for god to do is just do it we fix it like just make this situation better but what I believe God does is he gives us the tools to make it better ourselves. And I think we've overlooked the fact that God responds with tools and doesn't always respond with miracles. You know, it's not always going to be, I just wipe this thing out and it's gone. Sometimes it's going to be, you have to climb the mountain. So tomorrow came means tomorrow that we many, that many of us pray for has already come in answer prayer through Christ. It's, it's on us to step up to the plate and execute. That's one version. The the other version is, you know, from where I was, like this whole idea that we just talked about from when I was in high school and college and the things that I went through and the things I was praying for, God has done it. God, I'm in a stage right now where I am in overtime of my blessing. Like the game has been over. God has answered my prayers, given me what I asked for, put me in the position that I wanted to be. And now this is like extra. This is like my prayer was too low because now I'm living in a space where this OT period is just like, okay, now I'm going to take you into it. We're going to extend the game, and I'm going to do more to pray for it. I'm now living in a space where it's like, okay, I realize that God can do whatever you ask. And even though my life is pretty simple, it's also a miracle if you look at who I was supposed to be and what I was projected to be. So, tomorrow came. You know, many of us wait for God, and we pray for things. And I'm saying boldly, you know, I prayed for it, and it came. You know, there was a time when I, when my yesterday was a struggle, but my tomorrow came. The other version of that is the children of Israel. You know, the children of Israel were in the wilderness for 40 years, and they were on their way to tomorrow. And this kind of connects to the first uh, example, tomorrow being the promised land. Um, they were on their way, which, you know, we're told that it's an 11-day journey from where they were to where they were going. And it took him 40 years to get there, all the way to the point that he let that whole generation die and he brought up Joshua and had Joshua lead the children of Israel into the promised land. But God had delivered the promised land. The promised land had been given. And then he, not only that, he gave them manna and life and leadership to get to the promised land. They had everything. There was no reason. There was no reason, no opposition, nothing. They had already defeated the enemy by getting out of Egypt. Like they, it was, the battle was won on every level they had, and they didn't make it in, because they could not understand and grasp the concept that tomorrow had come, because they were waiting for, you know, they told Moses, you let us out of Egypt to bring us in the wilderness and watch us die. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how can you watch God deliver you from the most mighty man and army on the planet, and then think that he can't deliver you in the wilderness, because we always expect God to do it for us. And he's like, I've given you everything. So what you find in the music is the connection that we miss or what we need to focus on in order to make ourselves alive in the moment and able to act when our tomorrow has come. If you look at the parable of the talent, three men in that parable, one talent, two talents, five talents. The man with five talents created ten, two, created five, one hit his. The man with five talents returned his to 10. Jesus told the man with one, basically, give me the talent you got because you knew who I was and how I get down and you didn't want to respond accordingly. So give me that. But look at the guy who was working and executing. He wasn't praying for another talent. He wasn't looking for another talent. He was executing. He had taken his five and turned it into 10. And then Jesus appeared and said, Jesus an 11. He responds to the man that is creating his tomorrow with what has already been given. So if you can get the concept that tomorrow came and take the tools, the five talents, turn them into 10, you'll look up and Jesus will be standing in front of you with 11. You're not asking for it. You're not praying for it. But when you're responsible and you're able to usher in your tomorrow through execution, God increases that. So tomorrow came is a challenge to say, look, can we use the tools God has given us to execute the vision?
1: Want to support Testimony, a Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer, Gary. Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. You don't have to be anything more, cause you're enough for me. You know I love you the way that you are, the way that you are. going
0: on? It's your boy Victory, and you're listening in Testimony, a musician story.
2: Little yellow boy walking into the room now, lunch tray in his hand, new kid at the school. LeBron's, he got something to prove now Tries to take a seat, then they tell him to move down, we don't know you, they treating them rude now and you ain't even black, they start to get cruel now, and you ain't even like, what do I do
1: now? The visual for his first single, Lunch Tables, has had over 300,000 views and stars his son, who is a quarter Korean and has been teased at school for would
2: it. try to make him look like a fool now. He's ready for the squabble. He got nothing to lose now. New place, new faces, new kid in the new town. Those the first bunch and holler, what you gonna do now? The principal approached and grabbed him by his coat when he got home and told me about it. Here's what I started.
1: More, 'cause you're enough for me. You know I love you the way that you are, the way that you are. You're welcome at my table. Yeah, you don't have to be anything Mark. 'cause you're enough for me. You know I love you the way that you are, the way that you are. You're welcome at my table. Oh, oh.
0: state of america because what i think is i think the country behaves like seventh graders in the lunch room you go into a lunch room and they don't let you sit with them because you don't have the right shoes on or you don't look the right way or you don't speak the right slang or whatever the case is and we do the same thing in america you know you can't sit at my table because you're black you can't sit at my table because you're gay you can't sit at my table because you're too small too, too small too tall you're overweight or whatever the case is and, and that's how we behave as a country i believe that it is just as immature as greater in the lunchroom. But I think, ironically, the reason I named so on lunch table is because I think, at the same time, the answer to that problem is at lunch table, in the same way that Jesus went and sat and ate with the tax collectors. And I think a lot of people really minimize what Jesus was saying by doing that. I think, more importantly, what he was saying by stepping in with the tax collectors was he took the time to get to know them, you know, He took the time to show respect for who they were and who they are. Because if you think about it, even though they weren't doing things his way, he was about building bridges. And he did it at the lunch table. Why is the lunch table so important? Because food ultimately is one of the greatest telltale signs of a person's culture. Culture is simply a way of thinking. So to sit and eat with a person is to sit and engage their way of thinking especially if it's two different cultures. So if I'm a black male from inner city Chicago and you're a white male from suburban, suburban America, our cultures are totally different. But we should sit down and interact and, and deal with the differences because that's important. I think Jesus is making the statement that to really achieve a greater place and a greater way and a greater influence of Christianity as a, for Christianity as a whole, we really do have to engage other cultures. I think Christianity makes a mistake because I think we it's very easy for us to reject other cultures because they don't do it our way. Oh, oh, oh.
1: The video for his latest single, "1968," addresses police brutality, gay marriage, mass killings, and it too has had over three hundred thousand views as well. Why
2: won't you love me like I want to love you? Why can't we just be what we should? Do what we came to do. Why can't you love me? I had to wake up out of my sleep for this. This ain't Why respect. can't we just, be just true. we should do what Black kid die in the street from a gunshot officer Give us account of what it was not Lying to the public, uh-huh. recounting what it wasn't If you and me are one, then I am doing nothing You, call me, thug, you call, me call me a thug, call me a monster How would you describe what that boy did in Charleston? Media makes money minimizing the murderer America makes money incarcerating the third of us, uh I know the hood is a tyrant, shoot my brother and expect me not to riot, King did it best cause he did it not violent today's a different time, it's too many of us dying. From the block to Belize From the hood to overseas Strong hearts let the truth roam free For those fighting just to speak With no future they can see Turn it up, I'll let you live through me Now lift your face up and turn the bass up Cause here the day come That those that don't need to make up Is about to wake up A nation designed to shake up the world and Take up the cross Cause they won't erase us Can't replace us This ain't the black or the white The light or the brown It's the fact of life that they like By the night strikes us down And by the day where I stay Another life lies on the ground so when the loud sirens sound tell me whose side is found righteous who do i trust in this blindness city's finest no reason pulling up behind us look this country headed for a detonation we stripping naked that's why she climbed the pole on confederation to cut the flag down we never back down our arrogance redefining what marriage is pressure the hearts of a people bind calling the diamonds and god is all in, the time. All in the time from the block to baileys from the hood to overseas strong hearts let the truth wrong tree for those fighting just to speak with no future they could see turn it up i let you live through me so my heart say you then my mom say like now my
1: soul say. You. Thank, you. thank you for listening to testimony a musician story to hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.
2: I'm not condoning violence, I'm pro-alliance This division that we live in can be killed with kindness All nations come together with the same assignment And when I sleep, I still hear my people crying this. And I won't you love me like I want to love you And why can't we just be what we should do, what we can to do? Why can't you love me the way I want to love you? And why can't we just be what we should do, what
0: we can to do?